Podcast. There you All go. right, really, uh, really off to a great start. I'm Scoop Magoo. <laughs> I'm Jim Jam. And we just got back from our first bull moose pilgrimage in a little while. Yeah, it's it's been. It's been it's about a month, month and a half, two months. It's been a little more than that. Yeah, it's been long. I forget when we went to Portsmouth. Uh, uh, September. It could have been even August. No, I think it was September. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds right. So, uh, but these are always fun. It's always yes. cool to see what we're uh, we're buying. Yeah, uh, and uh, I. <laughs> You, I definitely have a, a lot more. Yeah, uh, so I, I had a plan in mind, and then I found two CDs that just, I, I just everything changed. Um, so I ended up kind of shifting my focus of what I was looking for, and got less than I expected. Spent a little yeah. bit more than I expected, but oh, yeah, you didn't bring the vinyl in. I put it back. Oh yeah, because yeah, oh. uh, yeah I, I just was looking in the metal section, and I found two CDs, and I was like, I need to get these, and then I, I. I my mindset changed. So. I, I was actually going to buy one of those CDs, so. Uh, well, I got both of them, and yeah. don't, don't spoil it. So. Yeah. So, um, um, I, how many I, do you have? A, a lot. <laughs> I have four. So. Yeah. So why don't we? Um, we'll do. I'll do like two for one. That sounds good. Um, and then well, I'll just blather on afterwards. <laughs> that sounds good to so. me. I think you should start my. Okay. Well, handsome compadre. I guess we'll talk about. Um, some stuff that I bought outside of Bull Moose. Uh, this is Born and De- Born and Their Club of Gore. Uh, the album's called Sunset Mission. So I'm not too familiar with these dudes, but apparently they do something called like dark jazz. Oh. And it's like like heavy, heavy noir influenced yeah. jazz. Um, yeah, I I heard like one track off of this, and I'm like, man, I really gotta, I really just gotta buy this thing, just yeah. take the plunge. And so, uh, yeah, I think it shipped in from England, actually, because they, they don't, you can't buy, like, like you can't even stream this album here. Really? Yeah, you can stream any other other albums, but not, not, not this one. They're probably whatever label they were on. Yeah, I, I don't know, but, like, this is apparently, th- like, their most jazz-influenced album, so I'm psyched to sort of hear this. Yeah. Uh, jazz is always a weird genre. Like, I feel like... It's not really a genre. It's Yeah, it's kind of just, like, modern jazz, but dark. Which is like kind of a, it's a. I mean, the, the thing is, like, you could just listen to that Miles Davis score for uh, Los and Shore, Polo Show. Sure. Uh, yeah, well, however you say that. Yeah. Um, because that, that, that's pretty much just epitome of dark jazz in a way. Yeah, but exactly. I, I guess these guys put, like, some metal into what oh, they cool. do. And yeah. So it's like, I, I've never really listened to them, but, like, Shining, I guess, would be yeah. something along yeah. those lines as well. Um, and then this, I am super psyched about this. Uh, Luke Ferrari, Louvre Electronique. Um, it's a box set of Luke Ferrari's t- uh, early electronic and like tape works. Oh, sweet. Um, it was, I, I was surprised to find it this cheap. And even then it was not cheap on, uh, on, on Discogs. And uh, God, getting it was a pain in the ass because just... This is the first like bad experience I've had with Discogs. That, like, really? Yeah. Like, what like, happened? Well, like the the guy was uh, like, I mean, it got here, yeah. so I mean, it's so like pretty good condition. Yeah, yeah, no, it's really good condition, yeah. all things considered. So, you know, um, but he just would not reply back. Like it took forever. It took for like, lately. You know, when you when you're on Discogs, you when you buy something, 
you have to pay for it or like they'll give you the invoice that has the yep. shipping and then you pay for it and then they mark it as paid yeah this guy would just go for like days without marking without yeah. yeah and it's like dude like i just like 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 if it was like a 14 dollar cd yeah like sure but like this was um you know upwards of a hundred dollars so i'm like you know yeah, you, me, maybe kind of communicate yeah, yeah yeah please like like you know if, if i wasn't putting down all this money for this thing like yeah so yeah and i get, I get why the discogs has that process of like it kind of protects the buyer and the seller yeah exactly there's communication both ways but but it, if only, it only works if you do <laughs> exactly <laughs> and like you know it, i mean it took him like three days to even tell me that the thing had shipped and then it actually ended up showing up like that day oh <laughs> and so i'm like all right i'm like yeah. fine i look like an asshole you <laughs> know that's so. the thing. Yeah, I've never, I've actually never had a bad experience yeah. with dogs. Um, so uh, it's good that that's rare. Yeah. It's, oh it yeah. Sounds like you said it was your first bad experience. Oh yeah. No. I. So. I mean. I. And I mean, still, like, it wasn't really bad, but like, it, it was, was definitely, yeah. it was definitely less than the other ones. Yeah. Most of the time, they're just like right on it. Yeah. And like, if you have any questions, they totally answer you. It just, you know, happens to be the, the probably the most expensive purchase I've made on Discogs. Yeah. You know, it's just like Christ. Yeah, uh, that's annoying. Yeah. Well, at least you got here. That's yeah. Cool. And uh, I, I'm really psyched to uh, you know start listening to it. It's like 12 CDs, I think, something like that. Oh, nice. Uh, it is. Yeah, it is just massive. Uh, I think like each one is like over an hour long, so it's it's a lot of music mm-hmm. to get into. But I think it's it'll go nice for just like you know ambiance. Yeah. Just like the music concrete type for of sound. Sure. So. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm, I'm looking at like the the sound to see how uh see how it's doing and uh seems a little loud but who cares so that's fine yeah who doesn't like hearing our beautiful voices who doesn't like loudness <laughs> well, yeah so well, just based on your initial picks uh, mine are be very different um so like I said I kind of shifted course I had a few different some sale vinyl some other CDs I wanted to get and the CDs I picked up that you know. I couldn't leave without. What, I, I'm just curious. What what vinyl had you picked up? Uh, it was uh, Akata and Patton collaboration. Oh, okay, yeah. But, but, but it which wasn't one? Romances. It was the newer. I think it was Bacteria. Yeah, something. Bacteria Cult. I think. Yeah, yeah. And I, I would. It was really just a money thing. I would have gotten it. I I, I thought that's. I, I like romances. I thought it was interesting. Uh, it was it was a pretty good. Price. I mean, I, I owned Bacteria Cult at one point. Oh really? Yeah, yeah I ended up taking it back because I'm like, again, it's like another Mike Patton effort where he just kind of punches below its weight. Yeah. So. I, I thought romances was pretty interesting. I was I was I thought it'd be cool to give it a shot, but yeah. kind of decided to put it back. The other one was uh, the newest. Oh, what's it called? The newest Grouper album. Oh uh, yeah. yeah um, it was it was white with like uh, with like the gray almost feedback square in the middle. Yeah, I I can't remember the. It, I don't remember what it was. Yeah, called. But, but it was you know ambient folk. It was really nice. I thought it'd be pleasant to have you know on vinyl to have you know kind of as a background. Uh, ended up putting it back, and I'll start with the other two. It kind of prompted a death metal uh, free for all. Uh, so yeah. the first one, which I was surprised to see that I haven't seen this. Um, I've seen this before. But I haven't seen it for uh, a good price or used in a while. This is Cannibal Corpse, Tombs of the Mutilated. Oh, shit. So um, I was surprised to see this. I, I, yeah. I grabbed it right away. I actually texted Lauren because I, 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 I didn't think I had this one. 
Um, but... Hey, honey, do you, you you know this album cover with with yeah. the with the one corpse going down on the other corpse? Yeah, yeah. Do do we do we have that? Do we have that? Home, yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I know that people fall on different sides of this. Personally, I'm more a fan of the Barnes era of Cannibal Corpse. I think most people are. But they, they could continue being popular with Corpse Grinder. And I think, I guess, what might be unpopular about my opinion is I, I don't really like Corpse Grinder very much at all. I think he kind of uses the same inflection and he's kind of a boring vocalist. But I mean, for me, you know, hasn't Cannibal Corpse pretty much been doing the exact same thing using the same inflections yeah, for yeah. pretty much their entire career? Yeah. I so, think, a, a, in a way, he's the perfect vocalist. For I them. think if they had broken up after. Um, after Barnes left? Uh. I think Vile was the first album Corpse Grinder. That one has some good songs on it. So I think if they broke them up after that, it would have been fine. Because everything... Vile's a good album. Everything else is kind of just derivative in a way. They have done a pretty good job of the, up their production a little bit. They do a few different things here and there. But for the most part, each album is like, okay. But the early era, I feel like, was kind of them... It was just kind of the wild, wild west of death metal. Like, they did, they did kind of whatever they wanted. Mm. Uh, I love... Barnes isn't exactly a a good vocalist I, but i think he fits the music really well and he just kind of gurgles and he's definitely like um, the archetypal like archetypal, archetypal just like, like brute, death metal vocalist yeah, just, like, just toilet bowl to hell early, early death <laughs> i'm very amused that on the cd this is this must be like an og copy because on it it says uncensored version which is hilarious because if you look at the cover the cover is very much like extraordinarily graphic <laughs> so i don't see like it's like oh this is uncensored also if you look at some of the track titles how would you even like I'm, you would you would only you'd really only be able to censor the like artwork and stuff because the the music itself you just have to like it would have to be instrumental yeah <laughs> so many of the lyrics are so grotesque that how would you even go about yeah but i mean i i don't even think you can hear most of the lyrics yeah, yeah. So even if you, just like... you probably just have to block it out in the the booklet but yeah i love early cannibal corpse um it's very much yeah um, hammer smash face is still a great song yeah i mean this this has hammer smash face i come blood um so, so some other ones on. yeah those are the two big ones i i even those are a bit graphic i don't really want to read some of these other yeah ones. i know i know <laughs> so, some of them are like some of them are like ooh, nasty oh, ooh, yuck yeah but you know that i i don't even think that's that's not even the greatest Cannibal Corpse cover, though. I think Butcher to Birth is, is maybe the worst. I I think the bleeding actually. The bleeding's pretty bad. Yeah, but 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 more because it's like it's more abstract. Yeah. Like and it's and I feel like that's worse in a way because I think the more it suggests, yeah. But the le- the less it says, yeah. the harder the effect, I guess. Sure. Like sort of like um. You know that that Venetian snares V snares album with the with the melting toy phone. Yeah, yeah, like just like less is more. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what we got here. So, um, first off, I got the new Nick Cave album in oh, yesterday. Nice. Uh, I ordered this on Amazon. I think like the day after it was announced. <laughs> I think, and uh, I did not make a bad purchase with that. I'm yeah. so glad to have it. Can't wait to listen to it again. Um, you know, it was, it was actually kind of interesting how the how everything is sort of laid out in here. How like um, just they, like they even show like the track listing on each disc. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's it's really cool. I was looking at the lyrics. It's just like it's such a haunting album. Yeah, um, for sure. I mean, just <laughs> titles right on track. 
Uh, here is, I was so surprised to find this. And yeah, this was, so this is uh, Darius Jones and Matthew Ship. Uh, Matthew Ship's a pianist. Darius Jones is a uh, saxophonist. I think he's an alto. Yeah, alto saxophonist. And this is basically an album of improvised music that they did. This is probably the first free jazz album I ever listened to oh, and cool. actually got into. Uh, so this is like, this is like, you know, Jim Jam history right here for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's called The Dark Side Recital. I think they have another one that's like the same album cover, but it's like in, it's like the neg- like the negative version of it, Yeah. Um, which is super cool. Um, yeah, I just remember really loving this. So, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still super, like, there were some jazz picks that I, I was so surprised to find. So. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. So are, are we fully in bull moose territory now? Or yeah. Oh yeah. No, I I only got those uh, the Boren, you know, Boren into Club to Goer and uh, Luke Ferrari and Nick Cave. The, the, those were all just stuff I acquired over like the last week. So nice. yeah. Um, and I mean, th- this is what I picked up today at Bullmoose. So the uh, Dark Side Recital. Sweet. Yeah, that's a so. that's a cool cover. I like that. Yeah. Oh, it's it's an awesome album. Um, like it was definitely just. Very important album for me. Yeah. You know, nice. so. Yeah. Um, sweet. Yeah. Right. I mean, just, just think of it. Uh, that's like a huge part of your, your jazz listening, almost like kind of the more avant-garde free jazz. Yeah. To, to have. Well, album. I mean, it took me a while, like, because when I was first starting out in jazz, it, I think basically the most experimental I got was like Headhunters. Yeah. Um, You know, and but I really wanted to sort of get into free jazz is i remember putting on like ascension and like immediately turning it off <laughs> and um you know but then i i don't know how i stumbled across this album but i just like i just did and it was it you worked know. it clicked um i mean it wasn't you know yeah it wasn't immediate yeah it wasn't immediate but like it, there was definitely something more compelling about it than yeah. ascension uh, not to say that Ascension's a bad album by any means. I think it's a better album than Dark Side Recital. It's just that, like, you know, it's it, it's it's more about context and about sort of the time that you're listening to it. Yeah, so, uh, for what, sure. What you got next? So this is a member of the Gothenburg Trio, and um, oh, I don't know if any of them are necessarily underrated. They've all kind of enjoyed success. Uh, in their own ways. I would say probably Dark Tranquility is the most underrated given yeah, but, how popular they've been since. Yeah, I was just saying that they, they, they've probably been the most popular as of recent times because it's like consistent. New in Flames, like people hate the New yeah, in new Flames. New in Flames, they've remained popular but not with the same crowd and yeah. even then not so much. At the Gates has kind of been, the new album has kind of been off and on, whatever. People, some people really like uh, yeah, that new one. I remember... But, liking some of their stuff and i thought it was the, some of the newer stuff and it was cool um I, I really i can't think of a like gothenburg trio album that i actually really like uh because like i, I remember listening to uh slaughter of the soul and like even buying that at one point and it just didn't do it for me i like slaughter of the soul but i actually like this album better and i was glad to find it it is uh, the Jester Race by Anne Oh, Flames. okay, yeah. Um, you know what? That that might actually be my old copy of The Jester really? Race. Yeah. Does it have Black Ash Inheritance on the... I guess it's like another EP on the... Maybe. The I don't know. I, I do remember owning Jester Race at one point, though. So uh, I I like Slaughter of the Soul, but I feel like it really does hit... This, by the end of the album, it just kind of starts hitting the same note. Uh, yeah. I think this is a lot 
there's a lot more dynamic. The melodies are surprisingly beautiful and, and very um, very catchy. Like mm-hmm. it, it definitely feels like a, a melodic death metal album, but the melody is so much more enhanced. Uh, unfortunately, the font choice is pretty bad. <laughs> As I'm looking at it now, this is like wow. I mean, it's it's such a weird album cover too. Because like what is that like a tank on the front or like I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I kind of like the painting and I like their logo, but yeah, the, this this font does not. Fit I, I at can't all. even see it from here, but like that. Oh yeah, that, that <laughs> you you know I, I'm pretty sure that's the exact same font that's on the first Cold Chamber album. Yeah, which is not not a good comparison <laughs> or, not, or not good company. Oh, I should have picked up some Cold Chamber. <laughs> but yeah, it's it looks like almost off like bargain bin comic sans which is saying something with like a <laughs> with like a uh with an outer glow on it. yeah it's a stroke i think yeah, graphic yeah. Uh, graphic design is my passion um i don't know anything about um what the hell's it called black ash inheritance i'm assuming it's like an early demo or ep yeah um, i mean i'm thinking no it's sort of like how uh dick kennedy's put like you know uh plastic surgery disasters yeah. and god god we trust yeah together um yeah. But I love the Jester race. Uh, I definitely I prefer it to Slaughter the Soul. I like a lot of the guitar melodies on it. And I am very much looking forward to listening to it more in depth. Uh, Heaven, I forget what Dark Tranquility is big. Because you have Slaughter the Soul. Oh, uh, it's Jester the gallery. Race, the gallery. I ha- I don't think I've listed that one. But th- th- that's part of that old. Like, like if for more recent ones, like they, they have a couple of really big recent yeah, albums they've, I think they, really they've like, been so. the most consistent of the three because obviously At the Gates had a hiatus and then they came back and it's kind of been you know mixed reception yeah and if, yeah and Flames just I don't know what happened they just <laughs> after after Colony they just could, for whatever reason I, I just find then, it funny how like they like In Flames is one of those bands that like nobody can agree on like their best album yeah like is, a, a lot of people go for Jester Race but then I've seen a lot of people go for um, Colony a lot of people like Colony is that the one with the moon on it? it no, it's the one that's uh, almost like a pinkish purple, and there's like the almost like the guy coming forward on it. It has um, uh, the the song that was on Tony Hawk on it. Opens it up. I Which Tony Hawk? Underground. Yeah, see, I never played Underground, so total noob. That's that's my first. That has such a ripping guitar melody that opens it up. So the, the, the that's what a police truck was for me. You know, opening oh, up the yes. first. Oh, yeah, but like love that. That I was actually just listening to that. Yes, just the other day because I I was putting together like a favorites list on Apple Music. Just yeah. uh, you know, sort of have around and you know if I wanted to just sort of kill a couple minutes and like put on something random. Yeah, and I just had that on. I'm like fuck, just like that's such, such a great song. song. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what I okay, kind of seg- uh, kind of random, you know, turnabout here. Uh, Jello Biafra is kind of an asshole. Who? Jello Biafra, the, the oh, singer. This, yeah, the singer. Well, because I didn't know this, but apparently he was stealing their money for like really? a long time, or it was something like that. That like there was like this whole lawsuit. Uh, I think I want to say like it was either the late '80s or the '90s, and uh, he ended up losing the the case so he has he doesn't have the rights to the name so technically east bay ray and like the rest of those guys like they're still playing under the name the dick kennedys uh yeah that's unfortunate yeah and it's like for for a guy who is so you know um you get the idea that he's so politically active and like so you you know like i I was thinking of like they 
what award show do they show up with like the money sign on their ties uh, like yeah but like, like the, that image always pops out to me like yeah. for someone who's just so anti-capitalist and stuff like that it's just like wow what was so then, yeah yeah like what, what a fucking hypocrite yeah, that, that's that's really that sucks to hear yeah but I mean you know I, I think it's I, th- this is what happens when you try to think of artists as some sort of moral you know guide guideline they're because people. exactly they're just people Let's see what what else I got here. Um, oh, I this I saw this the minute I'm like I'm buying this Journey to Session Session. Oh, nice. Yeah, Alice Coltrane. This is the only other Alice Coltrane album that I'm missing, kind of, or at least from the ones that I really want to yeah, buy. About, yeah. yeah, and so I am like so just blown away that I found this thing here because um, I remember a while ago I found t- uh, Todd the Eldaud mm-hmm. uh, at Bulmos too. So I'm like. Like, hell yeah like just yeah so psyched for this especially since uh you know i a lot of her piano work shows up more on this whereas like with um i have like that uh impulse um collection of like two of rebels i think it's like universal consciousness and lord of lords mm-hmm. both of those are really good but they're more like ambient almost yeah. they're almost like ambient jazz um, really, that really great yeah, this is a little more straightforward. Um, so I'm really psyched for this. Oh, Misfits, the Static Age. Nice. Yeah, oh, I, I was yeah. I was debating on whether to even buy it, but I'm like, I have yet to listen to like a Misfits album that I'm like don't like, and this is like, like I, great great songs on. It. I remember I think this was years ago now that we we did our like best hardcore punk albums, and this was one of them. And I was so psyched after listening to this thing because I wasn't sure what I hadn't listened to it before, and I was like just completely taken so away. So many great songs. On that. Yeah, um, you know, I only have um, oh, what's the uh, Walk Among Us? Yeah, and I had that on maybe like a month or two ago, and I just I loved it so much. Just you yeah. know, for the eyes in my head. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, really psyched to listen to this again. It's all the same. Yeah. yeah. Mommy, can I go out and kill tonight? <laughs> Such a great band. They, they, they're so memeable too. Now that I think yeah. about it, like, I, how have, how have people not cashed in on that? I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, they just you just have to slap their goofy the crimson. That that's true. The, yeah. the skull. Yeah. Cool. I mean, I, I have a sweatshirt with that on it. Yeah, um, I, I think I think everybody. Yeah. does. it's it. a crossover between the Jason Voorhees mask and the skull. Oh, it is really cool. Yeah, I, I didn't know I that. Hot to- of course, I thought it was a hot topic. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> what else would you buy? Um, I, I everybody had one of those phases. It's yeah. it's okay. Actually, speaking of that, I I actually was almost gonna buy uh, two My Chemical Romance albums. Oh, to, to, to celebrate the reunion? No, well, I, actually, I wasn't. Even, I totally forgot about that. I wasn't yeah. even thinking about that. It was just because they, they had both of the like, My Chemical Romance albums I wanted to buy. Yeah, and so I'm like, I was like, oh yeah, I, yeah. I was I was preparing to like explain that I was going through my like a new hot topic phase. So. <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> no, I mean they have some they have some good albums. Oh yeah, no, I I I I again I wanted to buy it. I was yeah. just like I'm like, mm, like I don't want to spend too much money. So you know, yeah, there you go. I feel you. Yeah. So now we have arrived at the two albums that just you know made me thoroughly proper chuffed to yeah. have been alive. In yeah, this for moment. for good reason. Um, I have never seen either of these albums below like twenty or thirty bucks in the flesh. Uh, I don't know why they haven't been 
reissue. Um, yeah. At least not that I've seen. I haven't seen any reissue, like, even at a reasonable price, which, again, I, I really don't know. Uh, because they're two of the most celebrated death metal albums of the 90s or ever, really. Uh, I'll start with the first one. Uh, Suffocation, Effigy, The Forgotten. Uh, this was one of the first OG... First of all, I love their artwork. Like, that's, yeah. that's such a weird, fucked up um, album cover. And they... Uh, this is one of the first like OG death metal albums I heard and it was so um, they really did influence a number of key subgenres like brutal death metal technical death metal I mean they've been outclassed in every regard since <laughs> Ow. Um, well I don't mean in terms of quality I mean in terms of like brutalness and te- yeah. technicality yeah. but they you know incredible songwriting on this um, just so many great songs on this and definitely a huge blueprint for uh deathcore they were a big big um uh, launching point for bands like the despised icon let's just say cryptopsy velocity red chord they were a huge influence for bands that ultimately you know if you listen to deathcore now you don't really hear it but kind of the the bands that were more like truly we're influenced by death metal and we're influenced by hardcore yeah because now it's really it's a genre that's been distilled a lot it's, because, it's, it's kind of like incestuous yeah it's, it's bizarre how it really was it was called that because it was bands who were combining both elements and then it was deathcore bands who only listened to those more or less then it was deathcore bands that only listened to those it's been inbred yeah exactly yeah. and it, it's just become um yep. you know it's just become they, uh, they, 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 there's your genetics lesson of the week guys <laughs> um but yeah the, this man is this is a phenomenal phenomenal I, album so I, i'm wondering because i have you seen that I, you said you've never seen one like for less money than 20 bucks did you see that at bonos before for 20 bucks so i i used to i was looking for these on amazon back in the day and i think i looked at discogs a few times and they were really expensive the only yeah. time i've only seen effigy the forgotten in a cd store it was at music connection and i think it was oh, it might have been like 25 30 bucks for just a cd copy and I debated it for like a hot second, and I was like, I well, can't. So can't. the only reason I'm asking because like a number of albums that I bought today were things that I swear I've seen in this Bulmus for like double or triple the price. Yeah. And I think that they just kind of they put them. Yeah. Yeah, because because people are like, I'm not going to pay yeah, twenty five bucks for like a Sonny Rollins album. Exactly. You know. You know. And so. as, as much as I wanted this, I'm like, I I back I can't spend thirty bucks on one album. I just can't. <laughs> I can't justify it. Um, here's the thing it's like i don't even technically have like a normal income and like i'm still spending stupid oodles of money on things so well because i i like it in the bank when I walk. this was 12 yeah. bucks which is is yeah actually, it's in really good condition for being i think this must be an og copy and it's in it's in great shape um so yeah you, you might as well talk about the other one too i'm so excited yeah. Yeah. and then I'll, I'll be i'll be done but yeah. this is uh my my favorite of the two it's pierced from within uh the title track on this that opens it up is one of the best openers on any death metal album um and it has a phenomenal breakdown phenomenal um uh, i guess bridge or whatever like mm. the way that the the blast beat sync thing with the riffs is phenomenal and it, again this was even cheaper than effigy for the God, effigy of the forgotten so I got both of these for around the same that I've seen it for, you know, each of them priced individually mm. in the past. I was, um, I was almost going to buy Pierce from within. So well, you didn't. Yeah. Because as, as soon as I saw it, my entire, I was like, Nope, 
these are mine. There are always a couple of albums that like you you just like you see them and you're like, I like got, I gotta do it. Yeah, exactly. Like this thing's that like I mean that that Alice Coulter and I'm like that that's coming home with yeah, me. Exactly. Like, like yeah. actually, I picked out other than those those two vinyl, I picked out a couple of Cure albums because I just I recently bought Pornography and I loved it. Yeah, I, I have Disintegration. But I just, as soon as I saw these, like, you know what? Kiss me, kiss me, kiss me, man. Yeah, kiss me, kiss me, kiss me, and then... Head on the door, maybe? Uh, yeah, those yeah. are the two, and that, but I was like, you know what, I got it. I'm in a, I'm in a death metal mood. Yeah. I'm in a death metal state of mind. So <laughs> it, so it's, st- it's sort of like a New York state of mind, with a lot more growls. <laughs> um, but yeah. Some folks like to get away, take a holiday from their neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do, do you you remember that that uh, death metal Ducktales? <laughs> no. Oh yes. Yeah. Yes, so I that, that's, yeah. You, yeah. I that was that that made my day just that watching really that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. If if anybody's interested, yeah. There's a somebody did a death metal version of the Ducktales theme song, and it's just it's wonderful. Uh, <laughs> I <laughs> highly. You expected it more. I I highly recommend it. Yeah. So all right. Next up, I um. Uh, Miles Davis, uh, Jack Johnson, tribute to Jack Johnson, oh, which sweet. is uh, technically, I guess it was like a film score that he did for like a, a movie. Um, and it's just two tracks. They're both like 25 minutes long. Mm-hmm. So it's, I, I've wanted this for a while, but every single time I would see it at, uh, you know, wherever I'd go, you know, Newbury, Bonus, it would always be like seven, eight bucks, uh, which I mean, I, I don't mind spending that if it was like the only thing that I wanted in a way, but uh, I four bucks so i'm like yeah like like definitely today yeah uh and this is pretty much this is one of the last miles davis albums from his like electric era that i really wanted to get i think it's um he has two live albums i think ekarta and uh dark mages no 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 it's pangea and dark mages i I think pangea i found that bull moose randomly yeah it's a a good live yeah i wanted to get both of those at some point but like that's pretty much it for you know, it was electric air for me because yeah. because then you know not too long after that he goes into retirement and then comes out and does you know kind of mess stuff yeah. uh some of it overlooked until until his death so um yeah it's like to finally have this this is one of the ones that i was talking about that was extremely expensive before uh chemical brothers exit planet dust oh cool um yeah i i used to own um uh dig your own hole and i ended up selling that a long time ago i think i was just I think that there were just some really repetitive parts of it that I let like um, the last track on it was like the hidden psychedelic reel or something like that. And it was like just like 13 minutes of the same beat over and over again. And it was just, but I remember listening to it not too long ago again. And it was really, really good. Like I really, I, I really grew to love it. Mm-hmm. So, but um, I kind of wanted something a little different. So I went with Exit Planet Dust, which is usually considered their best. Nice. Um, yeah, but this thing was usually I've seen like I swear, and I'm pretty sure it was this copy too, was that uh, they would sell this bonus for like twenty twenty five bucks, and I, I don't know why. I, that, that's yeah. Yeah, I know because I mean like I I know it's a well regarded album, but like, you know, I just don't know why it would be that much. It's just yeah, maybe they. they figured they could they could see what they might be able to do and what i think probably happened was uh because i i i think they use an algorithm to determine the prices so they'll look and so if it's a special edition of something like that or if it's like you know the original first edition are uh, of of the cd like you know uh the algorithm will sort of mark it up yeah uh because when i was working at goodwill they 
pretty much did the same thing. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm thinking. But then recently they had that uh, huge sale on used stuff. And yeah. I think during that, they, they probably went through and was like, oh, why is this 25 bucks? Yeah. So, yeah. Well, um, this is absolutely not going to sell. It's yeah. Sold, so. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's see what else. Oh, Pink Floyd, Animals. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. I, it was here. It was really cheap. I mean, it was seven bucks. Not bad. Yeah, that. I know. Sp- mostly because, I mean, I wanted to buy this in the wall, but like the copies of the wall they had there were only like the remastered ones that were like 20 bucks. Oof. And I'm like, I'm not paying yeah. 20 bucks for my least favorite Pink Floyd album <laughs> that I want to buy. <laughs> Just kind of complicated, but like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I used to own this actually too. And I don't know what I. I don't know. I, 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 you know, I, I think part of like, like being obsessed with music is is making an ass out of yourself and your tastes, and then kind of regretting that <laughs> decision. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, plenty of times I've looked back at the albums I've sold and been like, really? Yeah, why? exactly. Why? Like I'm like, like why, why did I sell this? I mean, like to be, I, I don't think this is Pink Floyd's finest album. I, I still think Wish You Were Here is is their best. Yeah. Um, but this is still a really cool album for it's what it is. Album. Yeah. yeah um yeah and oh deftones diamond eyes which i can't believe you you didn't have i forgot that you, yeah, yeah i so basically when i was starting out listening to deftones i think i i i think the first time i bought was around the fur and then i sort of ended up accumulating a bunch of them uh but i ended i bought diamond eyes on itunes years and years and years ago uh because i'd gotten like an itunes gift card or something like that it was like before i bought cds mm-hmm. and only cds yeah so um yeah so i so i never bought you know diamond eyes in physical so i'm actually really psyched because now i have every single deftones album until the new one comes out next year so yeah. uh which is you know i i know you 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 think this is like their best album well um, i don't know if i think it's, it's just it's my favorite yeah i don't know if it's their best but it definitely it, well it, there's always oftentimes you'll have an inherent bias from the album that yeah. the band click for you oh yeah I always like them and then that album I think it was around the same time I was into not that that I wouldn't say that's um yeah, it, yeah. it's it's somewhat they used the eight string guitars and this was around the time a lot of like deathcore bands and metalcore yeah. bands like, were using it not that there's a lot of song I didn't want to say that and say there's like sonic parallels but the, at least yeah, like, but the heaviness of it and the there groovy, is the grooviness yeah. of it it just I think it was the right right sound at the right time mm. that maybe get into it and there's some great songs the, i mean there are sex tapes really great i yeah. mean the title track but they, then there's there are some that i'm not as big on like uh you've seen the butcher is like an okay song is that for me i can't tell how's this shit not your fault or is, is that no the, i think that's uh that could be command and control it might be that one yeah You've seen the butchers. I don't know if you've ever seen the music video for it, but it's like they're playing a concert and blood is just raining down oh, on geez. them. It's That's hardcore. It, it is a really cool. I mean, they had some really cool music videos for yeah. for this album. You remember the sex tape one with the like lesbian mermaids? No. Yeah. I need to watch that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's worth it. I mean, it's 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 not even like explicit, but it's just like it's like. It's, it's fucking lesbian mermaids. It's yeah. it's like it's Say just no more. yeah. I mean, well, the thing is, when you listen to that song, I mean, the song's called "Sex Tape," so it's yeah, like, I mean, like you, you know that it's 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 not going to be like you know a children's you know music video. Yeah. So uh, yeah, 
Uh, I, I actually finished a couple of discographies today, which nice. that was one of them. But um, Skinny Puppy, Last Rites. Oh, cool. Yeah, I uh, this so <laughs> when I came in today to uh, to you know shop around, this was the first I went straight to this because I knew it was I was there. I checked uh, yeah. the other day, and I'm like. If Scott gets this, I'm going to kill him. I'm like, no. <laughs> but, uh, so I, I really wanted to get this because, like, uh, when we did our industrial episode, uh, I really loved this album. And it was just, like, I really wanted to get more into, like, electro-industrial and, like, EBM. So I yeah. was looking for, like, Frontline Assembly 2 and, like, Front 242. But I didn't find anything from them that I was really interested in. So uh, this will do because, you know, I need some angsty industrial in my <laughs> life. And, um you know, maybe, maybe I'll go to Hot Topic and, and buy some rivet boots. And, Do it. Yeah. Oh, that would be, be such a <laughs> great I, I, was, I was in Hot Topic the other day, uh, which, by the way, um, going to a mall at, like, 10, 11 in the morning, very quiet. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Did you be, go on, like, a weekday, too? Yeah. Oh, so, geez, so, so like, bad. I'm, like, the only person in this mall, and I just go to, I go into the Spencer's, and I'm like, huh. And I actually, I ended up going in back, and I'm like, oh, wow, they, they do sell sex toys here. Oh, yeah, they Which, do. Which, yeah. I never knew that. They do. Like, uh, I just I just remember seeing uh, a long time ago, they had something called sex tape. Uh, I, I guess it was just like a, a, a like a pun, like a gag. Yeah. Type of, type of thing. Not not like a sex gag, but like... Uh, <laughs> yeah, you gotta be careful there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, the, the more you know. Yeah, I remember yeah. whenever we would go to the mall... And then we go to Hot Topic, which is whatever. And then can we go to Spencer's? My parents, without fail, would always forget because like, we would go. Yeah. In, the front half of the store is fine, and then we would go in the back, and then suddenly we'd be like, "We gotta go." The what's personal massage. Mom, Dad, what's a personal massager? Why can't I have one? Why won't you let me buy one, Mom and Dad? Oh man, <laughs> the, the types of children quotes that haunt parents' nights. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I want to go into porn, Dad. <laughs> Uh, so uh Ghostface Killer, Supreme Clientele. Oh sweet. Yeah, I I've actually never listened to this. Uh but it's usually considered a Ghostface's best album, along with uh Iron Man and maybe Fish Scale, but most people consider Supreme Clientele to be like yep. the tippity top, yep. which yeah, I I'm, I'm psyched to listen to it. I, I love me some Ghostface Killer. He's definitely my favorite Wu Tang member by by a large margin. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Uh new albums haven't been that so great yeah i like that, that is, one but... he did that was what was it like 12 reasons to die like, yeah the first one i thought that was pretty good and then he did a few sequels that i was like eh. yeah i i was thinking like um the bad bad not good collaboration sour soul that was I, good that, that was, that really, was good. really good yeah i still I really that. love that album um especially that track with danny brown i think it's six degrees would never have guessed danny like you would never expect him to rap over that kind of production but it was or that kind of instrumentation i, I felt it like it really, really worked no, I was, like, yeah, yeah. I was like i i was like how's this gonna sound it really it off. Oh yeah, it was, it was super great. cool. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It was a great album. I, I can't wait to listen to this thing. I can't wait to listen to all of these. I mean, they're all just really interesting. I think this is yeah. This is the last two. So uh, Nine Inch Nails, the slip. This is the oh, only yeah. Nine Inch Nails album I don't have. This is the one they released for free. Yeah, they they yeah. released it for free, and then they had a limited edition, you know, CD version of it, uh, which I've been thinking about buying for a while. For I mean, by a while I mean fucking years now yeah um and i just saw her here and i'm like i, I got it i just gotta do it you man finish that, that discography yeah i i mean i do i really do love nine inch nails so you know i'm really psyched to just even though this is probably their worst album <laughs> yeah i remember in, in i liked it at the time that was actually 
I saw them. That was the first concert I ever saw. It was on tour at, in support of that album. Okay, yeah. Um, but in hindsight, yeah, I think it's probably my least favorite. Yeah, I mean, there are some good tracks. Like, uh, The Four of Us Are Dying is a really, really yeah. cool like instrumental track. Uh, but it's just not too... Um, you know the standard of what even what he would do with like hesitation marks yeah um so yeah i actually this should be coming out with something new like i'm thinking next year right think so well yeah because they they did uh they did like those three eps like last or the year before yeah so i mean usually usually that's the way that works and since you know they're a duo now i don't know i feel like that's just more of an excuse to get that shit out there so. I hope so. What would be really cool is to have another How to Destroy Angels album. That'd be cool. Yeah, uh, that was... Those were really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was... Yeah. So, final, final album. Uh, Coheed and Cambria, uh, the second stage Turbine Blade, oh, which sweet. is uh, their debut. Three bucks. That's it? Yeah. Wow. So, I was really... Th- they had, like, almost all the Coheed albums I was missing. So, I... And, and used. Yeah. So, I was really tempted to get, like... The, the both of the Afterman albums and like No World for Tomorrow and Year of the Black Rainbow and like yeah, yeah and just like refinish my collection of Cody and Camry albums. Yeah. Uh but I'm like, fuck it. You know, just do this. Just get that one. Yeah. I'm sorry, I, I actually I, I forgot that I handed you the Gorguts album because yeah. I was I was thinking about buying Color Sands and uh yeah. but then I handed it back to you. I was like I but for a second I thought that it was it was in my bag. I'm like, oh huh. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, I have not listened to this thing for years now. Um, I just remember it being a lot harsher than than other Code and Cambria albums. Like they definitely have more like that post hardcore influence. Yep. Uh, but I'm so psyched. Uh, I love me some Code and Cambria, and right now I only have um, uh, oh god, I can't. Good Apollo on Burning Four, and um, oh, the other one, uh. Yeah, Tales from Silent Earth 3, I think. Something like that. Um, yeah, which are both great albums. Uh, like, Good Apollo is probably my favorite out of Coheed's entire discography. But, uh, yeah, really like to have this one. So, that is all I have today. Nice. So all we have today. A little, little bit of a disparity in the number of uh, CDs. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, okay. I, I always buy too much. <laughs> That's kind of how I work. But, uh, you want to talk about albums of the week? Yeah. Okay, so... What, what you got? Per usual, I have a little story. That's I, I fine. Always, I have a story, too. I like a little album of the week story. Yeah. Um, Amoeba in my bag. Love that um, Love that segment. And one yeah. of the more recent ones they did was with Orville Peck. I, I saw that. I, 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 I didn't watch it, but... I talked about his album Pony a little while. It was one of my yes. albums of the weeks, I think, a few yeah. months ago. Great. Almost like like post-punk Elvis. Yeah. Like well, it was, the, it was like post-punk country kind of. Yeah. yeah. And, but he, he is a very, almost like, he, he does kind of have like an Elvis type of drawl. Yeah. He does his own thing with it. Um, but he was talking about a bunch of stuff. He got, he got a, a John Waters, uh, DVD box. set. Yes. They showed some clips from that. I was like, wow, those movies are oh, unique. You, yeah. Have you ever watched Pixel Mingos? No, I haven't. It is a disgusting movie and it, it's like, you kind of have to be ready to watch it, yeah. Um, because just it's one of those movies that, that like, like, I mean, it's it's one of the first like camp movies out there, so it's just it's bad for yeah. the point of being bad, yeah. basically. Yeah, <laughs> John Waters is fun. So yeah, so he did that. Um, he got a bunch of country stuff, including the Dixie Chicks, 
which uh, <laughs> okay. is funny. He's, he's, you know, he kind of talks about how after everything that happened with, like, Bush. Yeah, I just, totally... I, like, you know, now I'm thinking about it, like, the Dixie Chicks might be, like, the first instance of an artist getting canceled. Yeah, like, literally, <laughs> they, they, were, they were on top of the country world and then basically just were erased, yeah, yeah. out of that one comment. Um, but some... And, but I, it, what was the comment? Because I, uh, I don't really... They were in the UK. I looked it up after. They are in the UK and basically talked, like, it was right, you know, the Iraq war just started and they said, you know, we're with you guys. Like, we don't support, you know, what what they're doing, whatever. It wasn't even that bad. But just the the whole idea, because it was right after, you know, worst, worst, worst terrorist attack in yeah. U.S. history. And it was all, you know, kind of the swallow of patriotism. So, yeah, um, but like a lot of people were really critical of the Bush administration. I think it was the way they did it and the fact they did it on fourth. Every, everyone found every which way to say why it was bad. But, you I know, think. maybe it's because sort of the audience that they had, you know, I mean, not, not to stereotype, but like you get an idea of like that country kind of vibe. Well, the, 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 there's a there's, lot of nationalism oh, yeah. within oh, yeah. that. No, so. I think that absolutely played into it. Um, um, yeah. But one of the bands he talked about, which at first I was like, that's interesting. But then because he said it was his favorite band, I was like, oh, I kind of get it. And I re-listened to not the album he picked out, but another album by them I have. Uh, it was uh, X, Los Angeles. I guess X is... Oh, right, yeah. X is his... Uh, he said it's his favorite band. And listening to Los Angeles, you kind of hear a little bit of rockabilly influence in a few songs yeah you hear a little bit um X, it, they definitely were kind of weirdos for yeah for that scene and i hadn't listened to that album for a while and i i, I liked it it's not my favorite punk album in that era but i, I really yeah. i enjoyed it a lot and something that was interesting that i either didn't know or i forgot uh, it was produced by the keyboardist from the doors and yeah. he they cover um soul kitchen and he does organ not on that song but he does organ on a few other songs um and it's it's interesting like it's definitely it's not super weird punk but for the type of punk they were doing it's a little bit out there i mean it was definitely like early hardcore punk yeah um, um which if you end up if you ever get the chance watch the movie uh decline of western civilization part one because they uh the x is in that and i'm pretty sure uh what's his name from the doors actually shows up in it i don't yeah I remember I remember his name it's ray it's ray man something yeah, yeah. ray man something ray man <laughs> as, as, like the video game character yeah exactly he, doesn't he, have he, he was around back then he was just you know he wasn't in france at the time <laughs> uh, uh, God. but yeah that they like they x does a pretty like they do like a full x concert almost um yeah that, that, that's a good movie it's just a movie that's like especially i mean we're, we're, you know spoilers we're, we're, we're doing uh hardcore punk exploration next week mm-hmm. you should watch it for that yeah yeah because i because uh x is in it germs uh circle jerks black flag but it's like that weird moment in black flag where like um they had yeah before we're, henry rollins yes yeah, before henry rollins but after keith morris Oh yeah, and they, so I forget who they had. I know I can't remember his name, but he does a really good job. So yeah, uh, they, like they had a bunch of different punk bands. They had a couple I didn't even know about uh, that weren't that good. But I mean, it's it's one of those like really like like basically like um, generation defining documentaries. Yeah, so totally worth watching. Nice. Um, yeah, so X Los Angeles. Yeah, you know I I think I borrowed that from you before. Yeah, yeah I, again, like, not not to 
to down on my album of the week, but uh, it's not one of my favorite punk albums. Yeah, it was really it was good. Like I, I remember when I first listened to it, I bought it just to have it because it's it's you know a celebrated album. Uh, plus, uh, um, Tony Hawk's American Wasteland, I think. It's the one where it's all it was it had more of a punk vibe, and they had a bunch of older bands cover, uh, or a bunch of new contemporary bands cover old punk songs. Uh, I forget which band covered Los Angeles by X, but I really I like that song a lot. I've always mm-hmm. liked that song. Uh, the album I've kind of been lukewarm on, but, but this yeah. listen I really I, I've enjoyed it more than I, I have. It's it's cool to have you know some artists sort of recontextualize the album. Yeah. For you, so. For sure. um, yeah. So mine, I I don't have a story as as deep as as that, or but um. I technically haven't even finished listening to this album, even though I've listened to it many times before. But yeah. I, I've had it on in the car, and I'm like, this is definitely like like when when I'm picking out my album of the week, like it, it'll just come to me during the week, like it'll just like I'll just be listening to something and be like, fuck yeah, like this yeah. is this is like the highlight, and you yeah. know, uh, so I've been listening to this. Yeah, and I actually ended up turning it off at one point and putting on Death Grips' uh, ex-military, listening to that all the way through, yeah. and then going back to this album. But uh, Florence and the Machine, Highest Hope. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, the, the latest Florence and the Machine album. Uh, I just... There's something so just beautiful about that album. Yeah. Just how how subtle parts of it are. Especially the... Um, you remember the lead single from that? It's... Um, uh, sky full of song yeah uh which i i i think i've listened to that like when i was going grocery shopping the other day like i i just put that thing on repeat over yeah. and over again i would just you know just press back again just to listen to because it's like I, I just there's something so magical about that song yeah um yeah it, just such a fantastic album i'm really psyched to see where she goes with her next album which i'm thinking should be out next year yeah she's, um, she's released albums on a pretty regular clip more or less. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. And so... Uh, well, it, is she consistent for her? Like, she's kind of... Well, so, I'm trying to remember, um, because Ceremonials, and then uh, How Big, How Blue, How Beautiful, was... That that came before High as Hope. And the, so, the time between those two were kind of, you know, it was, it was about a year, two years maybe. But I think she stopped drinking during that time, so I think it was a little like turbulent Mm -hmm. but i think this is gonna be a little less turbulent because she's not drinking yeah so um yeah yeah you know florence if you're listening we love you i love you (laughs) yeah a little a little a lot so (laughs) okay uh thanks for listening and uh we will be back next week so thanks a lot bye bye Thanks for listening, guys. And uh, if you're interested, uh, you know, if you want to hear more, just, you know, listen to us on uh, iTunes, Pod- Apple Podcasts, Android Podcasts, anywhere you can get a podcast, basically. Uh, We're on all of it. Uh, if you follow us on Anchor, too, you know, whatever works for you. And uh, definitely be sure to follow us on Twitter. And if you ever have any suggestions, topics you want us to talk about, or questions, anything like that, uh, be sure to email us. Yeah, uh, we're at, at Seishira Podcast on Twitter, and our email, I think, is Seishira Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, as always, thanks for listening. Yeah, appreciate it a lot. Bye.